Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 469, Six Ways to Manage Dating and Motherhood, because like myself, there are plenty of women who never figured they'd end up divorced. And when the time is right, it's okay to look for true love again. I was married for 25 years when my husband and I divorced. Never did I think my happily ever after would take a turn down the road of divorce. But eight kids later, I found myself in my late 40s and newly single. Quite honestly, the first couple of years after my divorce are a bit of a blur. But despite my personal heartache, I had eight kids that were adjusting to our new family life and were depending on me now more than ever. The newness of divorce can be quite surreal. There were many days when just going through the motions was a real accomplishment. I focused on three things. My kids and their continued well-being, managing my full and part-time jobs, and learning the ins and outs of creating an amicable relationship with my ex-husband for the sake of our kids and my own inner peace. Nearly six years later, my new life is now my norm. We have created a positive post-divorce environment for our kids, now ages 12 through 25. And, believe it or not, we actually have fun and enjoy our family. I've settled into a very hectic career as both a full-time development assistant and freelance writer, have sent more kids off to college, and now a mother-in-law, am crazy in love with our eight-month-old golden retriever named Dixie. Oh, and I've started dating again. Dating was the furthest thing from my mind after I got divorced. I mean, the thoughts of starting all over again was both frightening and hilarious. Imagine a date arriving at my home and being greeted by my eight kids. Let's just say my life was already quite busy and very fulfilling. So finding a new love interest just was not a priority. But recently, that all changed when I met a nice guy in the produce department. You can't make this stuff up and he gave me his phone number. I won't bore you with the details of this particular situation. However, the experience was actually quite pleasant. I could tell he was a gentleman by the way he selected fresh eggplant, and it launched me into the dating scene once again. Dating while juggling motherhood can be a tricky balance. Here are six tips to keep in mind when you jump back in the dating saddle while still raising your family. Six tips to dating while raising a family. One, knowing when you're ready. Two, where to begin looking. Three, sharing your dating news with your kids. 
Four, pace yourself. Five, introductions to your kids. And six, be your own best friend. Now we'll check these tips out in more detail. Number one, knowing when you're ready. As I mentioned previously, dating after I divorced was the absolute furthest thing from my mind. I had enough to juggle caring for my family and working two full-time jobs to even be remotely interested in looking at a dating site to try and find a second Mr. Right. At that time, the perfect companion for me was our family's middle-aged black lab and a great novel that I could escape into alone. In addition, I also knew something else. I wanted to spend some time doing a bit of inside work on myself. Being married for 25 years and caring for a large family didn't leave me much time to blink, never mind sit and contemplate where my strengths and weaknesses were in the relationship department. So I decided that I would give myself a nice long honeymoon period to figure out the positives and negatives that I carried as a woman, mother, writer, and of course, an ex-wife and hopeful future partner to someone I could really grow old with. My therapist at that time reminded me that I was now moving from a we to a me. I loved that advice and took it to heart for several years after my divorce. We all have different needs and timetables, so knowing when you're ready to get back in the saddle again will not be the same for you as it was for me. But I truly cherished the time I had alone, learning to know and love myself all over again. This time period also strengthened my relationship with all of my kids and, believe it or not, with my ex-husband. Living strong and confident is indeed a very attractive quality to sport. Tip number two, where to begin looking. Although I waited a few years to seriously pursue looking for a love interest again, I must admit, I am a die-hard romantic. I am one of those people who loves everything and anything to do with falling in love. Although my marriage ended in divorce, I will always have a place in my heart for my ex-husband. And to be honest, that feels really good. I'm happy that I spent my post-divorce alone time enjoying romantic novels and plays, soaking up other people's love stories, and even daydreaming about my future charming love interest. It sure beats being bitter and angry. I really had no plans of when to start dating until a situation was handed to me on a silver platter, or should I say, in a bin of organic eggplants. Nearly two years ago, my 12-year-old son and I were grocery shopping on a cold, gray day in early spring. I was wearing jeans, had my hair pulled up with very little makeup on, and to be honest, looked a bit disheveled. Out of nowhere, a gentleman approached me and asked me if I had ever made eggplant from scratch. The conversation went on from there for a good 20-plus minutes. Next thing I know, he asked me if he could leave his work phone number with me in case I'd like to get together and have a nice Italian dinner. Enter my 12-year-old son, who was casually observing all this next to the bananas. My son came over, and I introduced him to my new friend. They shook hands, and my son said, I hope you like children, because my mom has eight of them. Without missing a beat, Mr. Eggplant said, I sure do. I'm a college professor and child psychologist. This exchange was exactly what I needed to get back into the dating game again. It was so unexpected, yet comfortable and playful, right up my alley. 
We dated for several months, but he relocated to a university in England, so it was short-lived, unfortunately. After getting my feet wet with the professor, however, I knew I was ready to give love a try again. Most women my age are using online dating sites, but that was not for me. Others try coffee shops, wine bars, blind dates, their kids' sporting events, church outings, or even dog parks. If you have a gal pal that's going through a similar situation, you can lean on each other. But when you're squeezing all this in between your career and caring for your kids, find an avenue that you're comfortable with rather than obsessed with. Tip number three, sharing your dating news with your kids. When I was ready to start dating again, my oldest was 22 and my youngest was about 10. I had teens that were dating at the same time I was. I didn't have to say much because my son came home and announced I had met someone who seemed to like fresh vegetables and had given me his phone number. My youngest daughter giggled and my older kids thought it impressive I had scored a possible date while running around in old jeans and a ponytail. I did take that opportunity, however, to let them know I felt ready to be on the dating scene again and ask them how they felt about it. Much to my delight, they were supportive and talkative about the topic. Chatter of perhaps meeting someone with a private plane or who had season tickets to the Red Sox were part of the banter, but it opened the gate for me to feel comfortable about going out with someone other than their father. Tip number four, pace yourself. Once you believe you've met your perfect match, you really have to find the balance between your kids, work, and love. It's so exciting to be falling in love again. Your stomach has those quivering butterflies, and the rest of the world can totally come to a screeching halt. However, meals still need to be made, boo-boos still need to be kissed, and bills still need to be paid. In short, the rest of your life still needs to happen. Even though you may be falling fast and hard, stay true to yourself. Of course it's natural to get swept away when someone new enters the picture and pays you lots of attention and is enamored with your every move. But don't forget how much your kids adore and need you as well. My kids had me to themselves for several years after my divorce. So when I did find true love again, I knew I had to consider their feelings as well as my own. My motto, slow and steady wins the race. More on that in my last tip. Tip number five, introductions to your kids. If you're new to the dating world like I was, not only do you worry about what your new date will think about the way you slurp your soup or how your maternal body looks in a pair of white jeans, you also have something else in the mix. How and when to tell your kids that you've met someone that you really care about. There's a lot of advice out there on this very important topic. And from experience, I'd like to agree with Dr. Jen Mann, author of The Relationship Fix, who recommends waiting it out. In an article about dating as a single mom, she emphatically states, don't involve children in your dating life until you're relatively sure the person is a long-term keeper, says Dr. Jen. I suggest single moms wait 6 to 12 months. That's typically how long the honeymoon phase lasts, she says. Without throwing my ex-husband under the bus, he began dating minutes after our divorce. I'm over it now, but I feel the need to share some tidbits that were a big learning factor for me and my kids. None of us had any clue he had a new love in his life, 
So when he invited our kids to a dinner to tell them something that would make them all very excited, let's just say they thought they had a trip to Disney or something in that range to look forward to. Imagine their surprise when they arrived and his new girlfriend walked in. They were so unprepared and totally flabbergasted. My then 10-year-old son hid in the restaurant bathroom for 30 minutes. The rest of the customers were none too pleased because he was so taken aback. That introduction was quite unsettling to my kids, and they let their father know it. Just because he was excited about his new relationship did not mean our kids would be. Experts say that it's important to consider the age and personality of your children. As kids get older, you may choose to share more casual details about your new boyfriend, says Esther Boykin, a licensed marriage and family therapist and relationship coach. But for younger kids, it's often best to just start by introducing the idea that you have a new friend who you'd like to spend time with. When you're finally ready for that first meeting, start with a casual group activity that your kids enjoy, like a picnic at a park with friends who have kids. I learned from my ex-husband's mistake, albeit a few years later. When parents divorce, kids unfortunately get divorced from that stable family unit that they thought they'd always have. Keeping my kids in a secure state of mind was always my first intention. Now, the moment you've been waiting for, I finally did meet that special someone, 18 months ago to be exact. It was a very innocent moment at work. A wonderful guy I dated over 25 years ago when I was working in a dental practice re-entered my life, and I'm currently in the midst of raising eight terrific kids while I fall in love all over again. I took Dr. Jen's advice, and I didn't introduce my new love to my family until six months later. They knew I had met someone that made my heart sing, but I downplayed it until I was quite sure there was a possibility that we had something special going forward. Before my kids met my new beau, I talked about it with them. They saw how excited I was getting ready to go out on a dinner date with him. They noticed that I paid a bit, okay, a lot, more attention to how I choose an outfit to wear when I went out. They caught me looking in the mirror when I talked about this terrific new person in my life. They blew my mind. They encouraged me, cheered me on, and told me to go for it, just as I have coached them when they have a pivotal moment in their own lives. I was living an aha moment in parenting. My kids were wanting the best for me, as I've always wanted for them. And tip number six, be your own best friend. I've been dating my new soulmate for 18 months now, and truly have never been happier. I've survived the awkward firsts, burping out loud, ugh, eating food that dangles between my front teeth, revealing my mother of eight figure in a bathing suit, walking out of a ladies' room with toilet paper stuck to my shoe. Could be worse, right? And even introducing him to my ex-husband. But my kids and my family love that I'm so happy and have welcomed him into our lives unconditionally. Well, that's all a huge comfort to me, Something else resonates even more, staying in touch with myself. I yearned to learn how to care for myself first and foremost after my divorce and to be able to balance the lives of my eight kids, my career, and a new love interest was the cherry on top of the sundae. When you invest the time to make things right in your own world, you create a win-win situation for your entire family. How did you manage the dating scene with your kids? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickandjourneytips.com slash mighty-mommy. 
post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page, or I'd love for you to email me at mommy at quickandjourytips.com. And please visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. Wishing you and your family lots and lots of love. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart.